Okay, you guys, here we go. She Runs Ultras, episode number 192. Surprise, it's Monday, <laughs> and here I am showing up in your podcast feed. I sort of set myself the goal to hit 200 episodes before the end of 2023. That was right off the back of clearing over 200,000 downloads since the start of the podcast. So you know me, I like a goal. So here we are. It is Monday, episode 192. I want to talk about something that I shared over on Instagram the other day. I sort of called it my fatal flaw. (laughs) And so if you missed it, basically one of my fatal flaws is that When I am considering a race, I tend to evaluate whether or not I can do it based on my fitness level right then in that moment when I am researching or looking at that race. I think, could I do this race right now? And this is so jacked up. It's like, it's, (laughs) that's why I call it my fatal flaw because 99% of the time, the answer is no, right? I could not do that race right now. And that's largely because I'm picking races when it's my off season or when I'm taking a break. So while I might be fit, I'm certainly not race ready. So the logic is flawed, right? I'm I'm basically asking myself the wrong question when trying to evaluate whether or not I should sign up for a race. And I always say that like, what I always tell the ladies inside She Runs Ultras is, you know, if you have a question, don't be afraid to ask it because it's highly likely that somebody else inside the membership also has that same question. So speak up and ask the question and let's get the discussion going. So I think that if this is my fatal flaw, (laughs) I'm sure that maybe somebody else out there, you or somebody you know listening, potentially has this quote unquote fatal flaw. Now I keep calling it a fatal flaw, but it's really not because what I'm going to share with you in this episode are a few questions, a few better questions that you could ask yourself to work through the process and make a more informed and calculated decision about whether or not you should sign up for a race and not just sort of like shooting darts with a blindfold on, right? Like you see a race and then you're like, oh, I don't know, maybe, can I do it right now? No, oh, I shouldn't, no, should I sign up for it? I don't know, I'll wait a week and reevaluate. And if you go through the same process in a week, the answer likely hasn't changed. And then this is how you sort of delay, 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 delay signing up for a race, doing your first ultra, making any progress in your run training, because you're sort of asking the wrong question. And this topic of questions and good questions has actually come up a couple times in conversations over this past week. So not only do I want to share the questions that you could ask yourself in this scenario, I also just want to bring up this topic, this thought of, are you asking yourself the right questions overarching when you're thinking about your training and making decisions about what to do or what not to do. Okay. Maybe that's a whole other separate Monday podcast episode. Okay. So in no particular order, I want to just run through how many do I have here? Four, four questions that I like to sort of ask myself. So once I have the immediate reaction of, could I do this race right now? And then I figure out the answer is no, then I like to go through and ask myself, take a break, take a beat right first, and ask myself these other questions to help me decide what I should do next. All right. So in no particular order, 
here they are. The first question I ask myself is, do I have enough lead time, enough lead time to train properly for this race? And if the answer is no, then obviously that race comes off the calendar or I don't sign up for it right away. Okay. So that's like an easy, I guess if you were really going to put these in order, maybe this is really the first question that you would ask yourself, do you have enough lead time? Like if it's, let's just give a really extreme example to demonstrate this point. Maybe you were really interested in doing a 200 mile race and you have eight weeks <laughs> to train for this race. Unless you are already in the midst of a training cycle and you're headed in that direction, eight weeks is not enough time, my friends. It is just simply not. The second question on my list is, does it challenge me in a new or different way? or exciting, I put that in parentheses, or exciting way. This is a big one. And I was actually just having a conversation with um, Ariel inside She Runs Ultras the other day, and this exact question came up. I think sometimes we haven't set big and scary enough of goals, and that's why we're sort of wishy-washy about whether or not we should do X race or X thing. It's not big and scary enough to sort of flip our internal switch and say, yeah, I got to get on top of this right now. And if it's not exciting enough, is it new? Is it different? Is it in a, a, a place that you've never been before? I mean, there's whole there's a whole list of ways that you could add novelty to this and spice it up. But if it doesn't challenge me in a new or different or exciting way, then it's not likely that I'm going to get jazzed about doing the work that needs to go into this. And maybe I sign up for that race and then I start out being excited about it, but then it fizzles over time because it doesn't meet this criteria. Keep this one in mind as well when you're evaluating whether or not you should sign up for that next thing. Question number three on this list, and I like this one a lot. Question number three is, is it a stretch or a strain? Now, what do I mean by this? Will it push me out of my comfort zone? That's a stretch, but not so far that I risk doing serious damage on any given front, right? So is it a stretch or a strain? This is something that I think you can really use to help evaluate. Because if, if you know, question number one doesn't do it, question number two, question number three is this, you can start to, you know, go through all of these different questions and find one that sort of hits the facet that you're struggling with or help you to think about these races in a new and different way to help you evaluate, okay? So is it a stretch? Is it gonna put me outside of my comfort zone in an exciting new or different way that I can get pumped about to devote some training time to? Or is it going to be a real strain physically, mentally, emotionally? Is it gonna put a big strain on my work commitments, my family commitments? Like these are different ways for you to think about judging your ability to do a race in the future when you're trying to make that decision right now. Question number four, the last question here is, what will I need to focus on? What aspect of my training will I need to focus on in order to feel more confident in my ability to hit this goal? 
Now, the big thing that I want to point out here is that I did not say in order to feel 100% confident in my ability. I just said more confident because the truth of the matter is I'd love to say that I feel 100% confident in myself every time I walk into a race, but that's just not the case. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I go in there and I know that I have it all figured out and I'm going to nail it. And sometimes I actually do. And sometimes that's sort of a false sense of bravado. Sometimes I just do not have it all figured out. And that's why I say more confident and not 100% confident. Because if you are waiting to feel 100% confident in yourself in order to sign up for a race in the first place, you're going to be waiting a long time, my friends. And I say that with the most love ever. So please don't let that be the way that you filter your race decisions, right? You're never going to feel 100% ready if ever. So please don't, please don't let that be the only way you evaluate it. I'm sort of beating a dead horse here, but I really want you guys to hear this because this mythological place of feeling 100% confident and then yes, yes, then you can pull the trigger and sign up for that race and do the thing. It's going to be elusive. You're always going to be chasing it and then you're always going to be putting off races because I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Maybe in six months, maybe in a year, maybe in another year and so on and so on and so forth. And this is how we get to well, I didn't do it this year, dot, dot, dot. Largely, it's because you didn't feel 100% confident, so you waited to sign up for that race. And I want to talk you out of that. I want to talk you into feeling more confident as you go throughout this process and leaning into that and not making the baseline be, I must feel 100% confident in myself in order to sign up for the race before I even get started in my training. That's what I see a lot, right? I see a lot of runners at the very beginning of the process. They get excited about um, they get excited about the concept of doing their first ultra. They get ready to pick out a race. Maybe they even go so far as to sign up, but that they instantly second guess themselves because they're not fit enough in that moment. And then they start telling themselves that they'll never be able to do it. And they're making this fatal mistake that I mentioned at the very beginning of this episode, right? So hopefully, A, you're not in this boat at all, right? You're not judging your ability to do races in the future based off your current fitness level right now. Or B, if you are in that place, hopefully that these questions have given you a new and different way to think about this process. So let's just, I want to run through them again, just so that they're top of mind for you, especially if you're driving or you're out on a run while you're listening to this. So question number one was, do I have enough lead time? Do I have enough time to adequately train for the race that I want to do, the race that I'm thinking about doing? Question number two, does it challenge me in a new or different or exciting way, a way that will really pump me up and get me motivated to do the stuff day in and day out? Question number three, is it a stretch or is it a strain? Will it push me out of my comfort zone in a good way, but not so far that I risk doing serious damage mentally, physically, emotionally, 
relationships, work, life, all that stuff. Okay. And last but not least, question number four, what will I need to focus on? What aspect of my training will I need to focus on in order to feel more confident in my ability to hit this goal? Remember, we're not aiming for a hundred percent confident. We're just leaning into the fact that as you keep going through the process, you're going to keep ticking off these individual aspects of training so that you feel slightly more confident here and then slightly more confident over there and then slightly more confident in another area. And that's what's going to lead to feeling more confident overall. And maybe you reach that 100% confidence level for you, but don't set that as the expectation at the get-go. So hopefully that was helpful for you guys. It was just something that was on my mind that I really wanted to share with you because again, like I said at the beginning of the episode, if I feel that way, I'm certain that some of you guys probably feel the same way too. And just as a side, sorry about all the Wyatt noise in the background of that episode. (laughs) As I was going back and editing it, I could hear him moving around with his collar and whatnot. So you know, it is what it is. It's Wyatt. (laughs) I have one quick thing to share with you guys today um, at the end of this podcast here. And that is that I have a special announcement for you guys on Friday, the 24th. So this coming Friday, Black Friday, it is. I have a little something special to share with you all, and it'll be especially of interest to you if you're on the wait list for the She Runs Ultras membership, or if you are interested in the Run Your First 50K program. And if you're curious about what this is and you want to know ahead of time, like before everybody else hears it here on the podcast, make sure that you are on the wait list for the She Runs Ultras membership. And the way that you do that is just go to sherunsultras.com, click get notified at the top of the screen. I think it's in the upper right-hand corner and you'll just add your name and your email to the list and then check your inbox because I'll have a little something for you. That's all for this episode, you guys. Enjoy this beat, and I'll see you all soon. 